Hello everybody, this is episode 7 of the Nintendo Pipeline podcast. I am CMM1215, or Clay, and uh, can you all introduce yourselves? I'm 1UP Muffin, but you can call me Jared. I'm Mina, but you could call me Mina. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we wanted to talk a little bit today about a fun little announcement that happened recently, uh, which is Game Builder Garage. Um... If anyone is not completely familiar uh, with it, it's basically a uh, essentially a game making uh, studio software that Nintendo is putting out on June eleventh uh, for twenty nine ninety nine. Uh, it has some in depth lessons on how to make games, and it uses a similar sort of system to the uh, Labo, the Labo uh, Garage or Labo VR Garage uh, to let you basically make your own games. Um, so uh, I guess we can just talk about uh, what everyone thought of it to begin with. I know I'm kind of I'm kind of interested in it. I mean, first of all, this trailer came out of nowhere. Yeah, right? yeah, um, that's that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely blindsided. They yeah they just one I got a push I get push notifications for Nintendo's Twitter right and yep. I just get a bloop. Oh, game build. Want to make your own games? Oh, okay, and it's out next month. Oh, sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah, it's um, the pretty yeah. much the uh, the prototypical uh, most Nintendo announcement possible. Like you know, yeah, it looks it looks fascinating. I always like when I was a kid, I definitely wanted to create games. I did like some Game Maker. I took some like Flash courses. Yeah, but same. this looks this looks really fun. You can make. The tutorials go over seven different games. Yes. And it really looks like a lot of different options. You could like collect connect like what are they called? Nodons? Nodons, yeah. Yeah. They're like the little nodes you connect to like to like your programming pieces. They have like faces and emotions and it's it's very cute. Yeah, they're cute. They're so cute. Very very good character design for dumb little like programming stuff. I I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess like a really simple example is you like drag a node on for like left and right on the analog stick and you drag that to the move like move for or your character um so you connect yeah. these nodes you can you connect the control stick node to the player node and then that that tells it to to go left and right when you press left and right on the control stick yeah as, as opposed to like coding or or scripting you're using a more visual flow chart kind of mm-hmm. Visual um, coding is, is fascinating. It's it's very yeah, cool stuff. It, um, I think it definitely has some potential with uh, with kids um, and families. Um, granted, so I'll, I'll preface this by saying I said the same thing about Labo, um, mm-hmm. but uh, I think this are... will do a lot better than Labo. But, I mean, but, it's but, it's but... thirty bucks for one thing, and there's no plastic, there's no cardboard to build. Right, because I, yeah. I wanted to talk about like what makes this different from Labo, right? Yeah. And, I, and I think that, that that's what it is, right? Is a this is a thirty dollars release. Thirty dollars yeah. is a great price point. It really yeah. is. It's definitely. I would say it's a higher value release. Yeah. And uh, and the thing yeah. about Labo is that I think despite and it was the things you could do with Labo were cool. Like I don't want to dismiss Labo. Everyone. Yeah. Does it. Oh yeah. I think it was legitimately cool. <laughs> I think right? it's super cool. Yeah. But I think it was a hard to get over that initial price point. It was like yeah. eighty bucks, right? Yeah. Especially for even no matter what you're doing with it, your mind is like eighty dollars for cardboard, right? Yeah. <laughs> but just like, uh, and like, keeping around little cardboard things. Yeah. Yes. Was, My I thing mean, was always like low replay value. Like I'm not gonna get this thing. I'll play the piano once, and then it'll be in a corner forever. 
and that'll be in a corner. And and it's one of those things where because it is cardboard, it could uh, it, it, keeping it safe is a whole other mm-hmm. thing, right? Like right. you can't crush it, you can't, you know, like you, can't, yep. you know, uh, it's just harder to keep safe, keep around, and 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 plus, I think also besides price point, besides like you know not having that extra peripherals or whatever. I think it's just coming out at a better time in the Switch's life cycle. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, Labo, I think releasing a product like that right after the first year was a bad decision. Mm-hmm. You know? When you're going for these family-friendly games, but the people that you've been uh, appealing to up until that point were people who want to pick up games like Odyssey and Breath of the Wild, right? When now, this is coming after time where the install base is much bigger, more families own it, more children own it, Mm-hmm. And it ca- it's coming after Animal Crossing, after Pokemon, right? So games yeah. that target a younger demographic, you know, I, and so it just makes more sense now. Yeah. yeah. Another great thing about this over the garage that was in Labo was that that one was local only. Yes. You couldn't share those yes. things at all, and these you can share online right. at least in some capacity. Yeah. Yeah, we know that you can share codes, right? Yeah. Which is and uh, there's which, there's codes for individual games, and then there's maker profile codes pretty much oh that's awesome so you could just follow someone's maker profile and then whatever yeah. they make that's yeah I, I don't know if so you I can think... specifically follow people but i know you can like enter a code and just see everything that they've done and download it and you can also Damn. edit stuff that people have made and it like marks oh, it so as cool. such, like, a, them and yeah things. i think it's like arranged or, or something like that mm-hmm. that's cool that, that's very yeah. very cool I, I i think those online components are going to make this like but and mind you, of course, a, a maker thing just inherently has a ceiling, yeah. right? I think we should just get that out of the way. So they'll know this is not gonna do like, uh, you know, Luigi's Mansion numbers or whatever, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but it, I think it'll do well for itself. I really do. Yeah. I think, this I, I think if this at like thirty bucks can hit like three million, that would be impressive. That'd be really yeah. yeah it'd be great. I think know? um so a couple things um in terms of Labo and it's you know, release and whatnot. I mean, the uh, the obvious, not the obvious, but the, the intent of Labo and the intent of almost every major first-party release is to sell more Switches. So they definitely wanted yeah. to have Labo as, like, a basically a platform in and of itself to, to sell hardware, um, you know, in a, in a way that is different from, you know, traditional hardware sales. And obviously that didn't really go to plan, but was yeah. ambitious i would say um this is definitely less um it's one seems less expensive just in terms of like an initiative in general oh yeah um yeah, yeah. and yeah so it's a one-off thing yeah i mean it, it could it could be more than yeah. a one-off thing but like it functions as a one-off thing that probably had a reasonably conservative budget and if it does really well, then that's awesome. If it doesn't do like great, then whatever. That's um, fine. Yeah. But secondly, uh, in regards to um, what you've just mentioned about like you know, there's kind of a ceiling on maker stuff. I, I feel this way about um, user-generated content uh, dependent games to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. I felt that the one potential exception to that to that could be mario maker just due to how large yeah. of an ip super mario, mario. Bros. is and because they had a full mario campaign in there like yeah. i, I mostly just played nintendo's campaign and i got my money's worth like personally 
I'm not very into user-generated content-dependent titles. I um, don't really like how Little Big Planet plays, so I'm definitely not into like, you know, playing stuff that people made in it. Um, I'm not into, you know, uh, I know Dreams is another example of of a of a game that's a big. It's there's yeah. a campaign there, but it's mostly just user-generated content. Yeah. I need there to be some kind of. Um, there needs to be some kind of uh, guidance or limitation for that to potentially be an appealing proposition to me. But Do Mario you think Maker, you would buy this to play the, even if just to play like the seven tutorial things. Yeah. So um, yeah, but I mean, uh, well, actually, before we get into that, yeah. um, just mm, to sorry. just to finish this point, um, I think Mario Maker is legitimately the one potential exception of a user-generated content-focused game that actually has massive sales potential. Um, and that's legitimately just because it is Super Mario Bros. Super so in Mario. terms of Game Builder yeah. Garage, um, you know, it's definitely a lot easier to see myself using it because, um, well, compared to most other user-generated content games, um, with the exception of Mario Maker, which I do find a strong appeal in, um, there's more of a chance because one just the entry point the entry point is 29.99 like that is mm -hmm. that is a great decision i was fully expecting when i saw the announcement trailer for it to be a full 60 and i was pleasantly surprised when it was 29.99 um and yeah in regards to some of the features in there um the lessons so there are apparently seven lessons in the game and they yep. range from 40 to 90 minutes long um so there you know it's not like a huge 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 amount of content but it's a reasonable amount of content in a 30 dollar game i would say yeah um, it's still showing you that's showing you how to create like seven different types of games which is a great starting point I yeah think. ultimately the greatest value from a consumer standpoint for a game that's about making games or about making content is the library of that user made content and if it's worth owning the game to explore that library of user-owned content. Um, now, that can be bolstered if Nintendo chooses to release their own, you know, content as well. Um, you know, I guess examples or, you know, whatever, like, you know, Mario Maker has a pre-made Nintendo campaign in it. WarioWare DIY had um, games that were there built in, and then you could download, like, special ones like every month or whatever so i think that would help my interest in it um mm -hmm. the tools themselves seem simple enough i just don't know if i see myself really building that much um in there uh certainly not on the level of like mario maker i can just you know throw something together if i really wanted to which i never just throw something together i end up taking an hour to do nothing but <laughs> Um, I don't know if I see myself making stuff in this that much, but I also think for the price point that if I don't, it's not like I, you know, wasted, you know, like I wasted the money doing it. So I guess, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. 30 bucks. So it's just like, whatever. I yeah. mean, I think like, I'm not a creative type, right? Yeah. But, and so like making stuff doesn't appeal to me, but I am, I, I do like checking out what other people made sometimes, right? I'm not like too hot in it, but Hey, you know, yeah. every now and then. It, it would be nice. And I think, Muffin, you are big into dreams. 
right? I, I like dreams. Not big, I, maybe, but... You know, I, I think it's... Yeah, I need to deal more with the creation side of it. I've pretty much only done the playing game side of it. And there's some there's some really fun stuff on there, like genuinely fun games yeah. that people have created. And the tools they've created seem fantastic. I'd love to play more play around with those more like the sculpting and music making i need to dive more into that so i'm definitely very interested in game builder garage i will i would like to try to make a game i would want to see if i can do like a little like pinball game or something um i'd love to try that out yeah my my my, the game i make will be will be exclusive to the switch pro by the way (laughs) it will not be able to run on the current switch labo vr only yeah yeah Uh, (laughs) do we know if game builder garage supports labo or not see i am curious about that because well i i kind of hope it does though because look i i think the i think it's smart to mostly sell it on here you can make a game that you just play with buttons and whatever right but what Labo showed is the potential with the Joy-Con is crazy. With the technology mm-hmm. that they have packed in there between the gyroscope and accelerometer, but yeah. also the the IR camera and the, the haptic feedback, the HD rumble, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, there's actually, like... I mean, I mean, they were able to make a goddamn piano just from... From the Joy-Con, you know? Like, from technology that the Joy-Con has in there. And and so, even if they don't advertise it this way, I kind of hope they sneak in support for, like, hey, you can do whatever you want with the Joy-Con, even if this is not what we're focusing on, right? The focus is on just what games you can play with buttons, right? Yeah. Uh, But as an option, like, let people who are just really creative just go all out Hmm. with this stuff. You so know, I um, so I know um, for fact so far that the game does support um, using the tilt functionality on the Joy-Con. Oh, it and does, it, and it does Whoa. support okay. the IR camera as well. Um, oh, wow. see, yeah. so, so there's potential there. Yeah, the, I mean, huh? But I mean, it, yeah. specifically like oh, sure, like the, the existing Labo, Labo like or, yeah, components. like stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean. I think it wouldn't be bad to support this, but I think the the thing that we have to consider is those. I don't know. Do you want to call them peripherals? I don't know. People didn't buy Labo, <laughs> yeah. so I think it would be if, unfair. There's not to that many out there. This game, yeah, yeah. I think it would be it's... unfair to buy this game and say well, like, hey, for this game, you need a Labo steering wheel. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world to be like this. I mean, not like you could. I'm sure you'd be able to build a game that uses. Um, you know, you can use it with or without Labo, essentially, just because, like, say, like, mm-hmm. if you're using the steering wheel, for example, like, you can use it with the Labo steering wheel, or you can just, you know, tilt it manually, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Um, but right. I don't think it would be the worst thing to include that stuff as an as an option to use, because they've already made that function for, for Labo and Labo VR Garage. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really see yeah, the point. Like, of considering the functionality is already there, like uh, except it was more bare bones in in those entries, right? Right. But but this is clearly building off of that, so I feel like you may as well just again don't ad- you don't have to advertise this, yeah. right? Yeah. B- but it could just be an extra option, and I think that's fine. Yeah. I, I think that yeah. would be 
totally like to me in my mind there's just no reason not to yeah it seems like it would be kind of weird to just leave that out if you kind of already did it did the work for it yeah Mm -hmm. that makes sense Um, but yeah like you know there is there is a lot of um potential here obviously um there's also i should mention there is usb mouse support yeah that's really smart yeah that that is really smart because it, you know i mean obviously the touchscreen is very intuitive in of itself right but if you're playing in docked like yeah like it'll have button controls but you giving you the control of a mouse just yeah really makes the usability <laughs> skyrocket right yeah yeah, and it's it seems to be like just any typical USB mouse will, yeah, you know, will work. Uh, one other thing, I just I was just checking to make sure I was correct on the IR camera bit. Um, it is that is a thing, and also there is Rumble support. You can add Rumble. Oh, that's awesome! I know I don't like, know if can it's you do cool. like haptics or I don't know if it's like complex HD Rumble, but mm. some form of Rumble you can you can do. Um, I I also like I I wanted to shout out real quick um the so they use this tagline both both in the trailer and this is how they titled the press release for the game as well mm-hmm. um and that's uh learn to make games from the the uh from the makers at nintendo right yeah which i i, I kind of find that that in of itself to me is a really good pitch yeah. right it, or sorry, it's it's learn to make games from the minds at Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, that's what it says. Yeah, so it's like that. I think that's a really strong pitch of like, hey, like, yeah, like this is a this is a, you this is a creator game, and you can make whatever you want or whatever, right? Yeah. But here, the like one of the most respected game developers in the world is teaching you how to make games. That's yeah. a really cool thing. That is a good that, selling that's just point. A, uh, if there's anyone I want to learn how to make games from, it'd be Nintendo, yeah. right? Yeah. Especially if some of the lessons have, like, non-technical things in them, like, hey, when you're making a game, think about X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure, right? Like, like if, if they get very, like, if they... I, th- I think the tutorials themselves, even if they're bare... They're, and they probably will be bare bones, but I, I think there's some potential in there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know, one thing that's worth mentioning, too, is, uh, so, in terms of possibilities um, for your projects, uh, you can have up to 512 nodons in a project, um, which is a lot, Um, you know, and then out of those, you can have up to 1,024 connections, so, I mean, that's a lot right there. There's also a Mm built-in texture editor. Um, it's called a texture editor. Um, I don't know if you can create something and not map it to a 3D object or not, but you know that's what it is in game. Um, there, the BG in terms of BGM, there does not appear to be a creator. It's a selection of you know tracks, so it doesn't quite have that going oh, on. Oh, really? It. I thought I yeah. thought there would have been a music creator in it for sure. Yeah, I thought so too. But at least from what I can tell, do from we the know Japanese that for sure? Site, from what I saw on the Japanese site for, for BGM, you click on it and there's like, you know, say like 12 different um, tracks that you can choose from. I would love oh. to be wrong on that point. I'm not 100% yeah. sure on that. Um, but even then, um, you know, just with the number of nodons and, and connections, there's a lot that you can do. And, and apparently you can link games together, which is also interesting. So 
you know say you have like one you can have like one game be level one and one game be level two or, or something oh uh, yeah yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Um, i don't Actually, totally know or understand how that works and to what degree that works um i just know that you can somehow link projects together there's that, a really cool feature neat. that i would love to see from dreams in here where in dreams if you're not like an artist or a music creator you can like go on to like the the explore page and just look specifically for like object models or songs and yeah. i wonder if you can just like download other people's like songs or like i guess not songs but like textures or characters and use them in your own games here because like i'm not an artist i cannot draw yeah. anything at all no yeah i but, i do hope they have some like yeah obviously we know at the very least for like you know characters for example they have a built-in like little 3d robot dude but mm-hmm. i'd like to see the labo vr yeah exactly yeah from that <laughs> um i'd like to see i hope there are some other built-in like example assets that you can use yeah. even just if you're just using them as placeholder um they show you know in the video for it you know obviously there's a lot of example projects and stuff that you can do and i don't know which of those will be actually included and which of those are just made to kind of show what it can do but hopefully there are some number of of assets that you can uh that you can use i hope you don't have to be like a, a creative yeah um it actually i think it shows in the picture the like the seven for the seven games that you'll be able to create yep uh i don't know if these are the full there's my game there's thrill racer mystery room risky run alien blaster on a roll and tag showdown yeah i think those are the seven tutorial games it looks like a yeah 3d platformer a racer uh a side-scrolling shoot 'em up and yep. a multiplayer game i'm not sure what the other ones are yeah um it's worth mentioning so there are a total of 71 game slots in this game seven of those are for the uh lessons so you have 64 um game slots to work with uh it's a lot much. of games um and That's in between lessons there are also uh quizzes there's like they're called mm. checkpoint quizzes so you have to make something or answer something or whatever which is cool um, I like that as well. Um, Can we? I think it's also. Talk... Oh, yeah, go on. oh, sorry, go on. I was just really, really quick note. I was just gonna say it's really interesting to see a thirty dollar uh, physical release from Nintendo. That's yes. not something we see often at all. Oh yeah, yeah. is this the cheapest uh, physical release we've seen from them this gen? I potentially. I don't Except remember. Tetris, I guess. Yeah. I don't. Oh, re- sure, Tetris. I don't recall if Cadence was thirty or forty. Um, mm-hmm. But I know because I know uh, like Captain Toad was forty. And, yeah. Uh, Clubhouse was forty, but yeah, thirty dollars. I mean, it's definitely on the cheaper end for Nintendo this generation yeah. in particular. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Um, can we talk about the workhorses that is this EPD production group? You know? Yes. <laughs> because. They have released basically one game every year. If you count the Labo games as separate, then even more than that, right? Wow. Yeah. But, you know, they came out with 1-2-Switch. They came out with 
2017, they came out with four separate Labo sets from 2018 to 2019. Yep. Ring Fit in 20 in 2019, and now this game. You know. Yep. Uh, and they also did the jump rope challenge, which is obviously at a much smaller end. But hey, yeah. you know. And they, I, they are, I believe, also. I want to say they're also potentially assisting on Metopia. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. So they they made the original Metopia. Yeah. So uh, I and so they, they're, they're definitely consulting. doing oversight. On, yeah. Yeah. On 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 that on the on the remake or whatever. Yeah. So they've been. I mean, you know, they've been pumping out games at such a rapid pace some of them are not so great right but some of them are really cool like this or or especially ring fit yeah. right i love that this team is just kind of throwing ideas at the wall you know yeah of like what can we do with the switch and they're, they're just pumping out new ips new ideas they've been a lot of fun to watch yeah you know? i think they're very similar in to um in the ds days when they threw together the brain age team and we're like here's some tech make something out of it you got four months like it's that sort of oh yeah deal. very very that yeah, yeah which i like quite a lot yeah I, i'm really big fan of that like the smaller nintendo stuff is, is sometimes my favorite stuff yeah definitely. and i mean so the the ep producer of this group is koichi kawamoto and he is uh one of the things he worked on earlier was brain age you know, he yep. was the, he was the before he was producer he was the director of both Brain Age games. That makes yeah. sense. Um, so yeah, I mean, you, you you there's definitely that spirit in there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, he is the also the general director of the Switch, like the Nintendo Switch, like hardware. You know. Right. Yeah. Um, this dude does a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. This, yeah. He's a very important guy at the company. Clearly, you know. Yeah, he and does work. He's. <laughs> mm-hmm, without a doubt. It's also important to note that it's just amazing how much Nintendo supports creativity with their games. You get just that just this generation alone. We got Mario Maker Two, Metopia is really creative. You got Labo. You got this. It's it's, yep. it's a lot of really cool stuff. Yep. Yeah, they, there's been a lot of focus on like you know just letting your creativity shine, right? On yeah. The Switch era, and that, that's pretty neat. I, I like that they're supporting stuff like that. even if it's not necessarily my cup of tea, right? I'm not a creative person, I guess. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, but I love that there's this outlet for people um, on the Switch. I, I'm a big fan of that. I, w- I would say actually, you know, it's not necessarily the focus, but Animal Crossing is yeah. very big on the oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, one other thing I'd like to quickly mention, a couple of details. Um, so, the according to Nintendo.com, the game does support up to eight players. So, there should technically be eight-player support um, for these games, I'm assuming, if you know each person is using a Joy-Con. So, that's a potentially yeah. interesting. It, yeah. it also mentions online play, but I assume that might be just sharing levels. Yes. Yeah, that, far that's as almost certainly what that I'm is. aware, it's just online sharing, yeah. Um, but eight it, people school. That's it does have uh, it does have uh, cloud saves, which is nice. You know, God forbid. Mm. And um, it's only a gigabyte, one gigabyte. This. Yep. And um, the other thing too, in regards to uh, the built-in um, lesson games, um, that on a roll one is apparently a uh, motion-controlled marble roller. So it's fun. Um, also, they'll even teach you how to like mess with those motion controls. Yeah. I wonder if you can do things like Wii Sports in here. 
Yeah, you know. God, imagine. Yeah, I would imagine that someone would just have makes Wii tennis in there. Yeah, yeah, like if you have some degree of of control over gyroscope to the point where you can make a rolling marble maze, then I don't see why you would not be able to, uh, you know, would not be able to do, uh, you know, a, a sports game of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot of potential here, and I think the the aesthetic and the characters and stuff make it. Um, very appealing i'm very curious to see if maybe this makes its way into um education in some way in ways that labo didn't um there's just kind of just a lot here to digest uh and also because this is wonderful to me japan with their physical edition they get a series of cards that have the different node on on them they're like reference cards pretty much Oh, that's and, so cute. I wish we yeah, got that. We don't get that here. I would hope I would love if they were like on my Nintendo uh, as a mm-hmm. as a reward or something like that. Um I think that's very cute. The only the only place that does not get this physical is Europe. So F in the chat for for yeah. Europe. Um but yeah, yeah I like, thought you were about to say F Europe and I was like, "Whoa." No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm Europe and I are cool. Just F's in the chat for for F's Europe. In the chat. Oh. Um but yeah, it's a month away. Actually, a month away from today. We're recording this on May 11th. It is out on June 11th. Um, and we'll definitely talk more about it then. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if anyone here is interested in making stuff, um, if you guys would like to see, like, uh, you know, features for 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 games that you've made or, or some sort of, you know, competitions and stuff, definitely, definitely let us know. It's the kind of stuff that we'd like to you know spread and, and feature um on the, the discord and on the blog so um yeah definitely definitely let us know um was there anything else that hasn't been said that you guys wanted to mention that was all i got no that was oh well you know what uh i want to shout out miss emily rogers who absolutely nailed this yes you know, she, she she claimed on the twitter's that a some sort of labo eShop game was coming and this is obviously what that was. Yeah. She never misses. You nope. know? She <laughs> never misses. So. Yeah. Um she to to be specific, uh she did clarify on Twitter that this is the game that she was referring to. So um yeah, I mean it's cool stuff. Um that's kinda also why I wonder if there's labo functionality in there. Um Obviously, this is kind of, kind of built off of the Labo Garage functionality, um, but we'll see if there's any more to it than that. Um, right. We still have a month before uh, launch. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw maybe a little bit of something else more before, but who knows? They've been pretty transparent about the contents of this game, so maybe we just kind of know everything already. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so um, that's gonna about uh, that's gonna be it for this episode. Um, as always, uh, you can follow us on YouTube. You can follow us on Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, all that fun stuff. Um, hit us, hit us up uh, if you have any questions. If there's anything you'd like to see, feedback, um, you can leave feedback in uh, the Discord or uh, feel free to leave comments and. Um, trying to think if there's anything else but uh besides that uh keep an eye on the blog nintendoera.org 
wordpress.com we will have more uh, updates and competitions and articles and all that fun stuff for you uh, and until next time uh, this has been the Nintendo Pipeline Podcast see ya see ya Peace.